When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! Could you please give us some good news on the show today? Some good news, because everything seems to be bad. And I said, you know, I was kind of thinking the same thing, but here's what I came up with for good news. Are you ready? We don't get into politics here on the RP Show. That's the good news. Homie, don't play that game. That's not what we do. This is the Rod Peterson Show. What a great way to start the day. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. Where's my bell? Oh, right in front of my face. Just because the first thing that I read when I looked into my screen here was, good morning from Kansas City. Good morning from Banff. Good morning from Victoria, B.C. Good morning uh-huh. from Nova Scotia. So wherever you're watching from today, please chime in. My buddy Pipes. Former equipment driver for the Rough Riders. He's in Banff. I saw his photos yesterday. I'm thinking, I wonder where Pipes is. You know why they call him Pipes? I can imagine. He's got big pipes. And he's in Banff right now. It's either the guy's got big pipes or pipe cleaners. <laughs> Always <laughs> one of me. the two. <laughs> That's me. I'm pipe cleaner. <laughs> he's pipes. There you go. Anyways, we're not going to get too far into the uh, political discussion today because we never really do. But if you read my commentary, and you'll actually hear it coming up an hour or two as part of our Great Western Ultra update, I got my shot yesterday. Congratulations. And actually, thank you. It does hurt a little bit today. It's weird. It was all good yesterday. What a, you're not contagious, though. Of course not. No, no. I didn't think so. We had our morning meeting today, and Paul was up here, and I said, coronavirus is in me. If you know how vaccinations work. I know enough about it. I just can't believe the amount of bullying and teasing that I've been subjected to by folks. You're a sheep. You're a robot. You're supporting lockdowns. I'm like, what? I'm being responsible and trying to get us back as a society as soon as possible Uh, and doing my part. And I wish everybody else would do their part. And that's as far as I'm willing to go on politics today. Thank you. Would you line up and get a shot? Absolutely. Yeah, I would think so. Okay. um, Coming up on the program today, our good friend Brian Munns. My burning question for Munzee, or as John Lynch calls him, Biggie Munz, is how many games has he got under his belt? Western Hockey League, American Hockey League, National Hockey League. He's got to be close to 2,000, I would think. Yeah. That's impressive. Oh, yeah. So Munzee will be with us. He's now with Golf Manitoba, so that's good. And Matthew Barnaby, famed NHL super pest. I would just prefer to bring him on and have him tell hockey stories for an hour, but... We won't. We'll delve into what's the latest in the National Hockey League with Matthew Barnaby. So that's going to be good. Um, Let's go to the quick six show topics, please, Director Jordan. Here they are. Uh, From last night, 
actually had, well, I was hosting the recovery hour here last night, so I didn't see all the hockey, but I did get to see the start of the Jets game. They beat Ottawa, don't you know? Do you know what struck me in that game? Who is dressing Paul Maurice? And I say that, obviously, with the utmost of respect. Sharp, dressed man. Always. Thinking of ZZ Top. It's always blue, which I love blue. And so whoever that tailor is in Winnipeg that's taking care of Paul Maurice, I'll be stopping in to see you next time in Winnipeg, I think. Uh, moving on, the game that I watched the most of was the Kings and the Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. And I'm flipping through my NHL center ice because I haven't quite figured out center ice yet. Yeah. And I, I, my, I'm thinking, this isn't 1987, my TV that looks like the Blues. So I was just going to keep going. No, that's purple oh they got their retros on today which i love marcel dion right rogie vashon oh yeah far before your time but um, i love it they're playing my team the vegas golden knights in my favorite jersey what a perfect night and it was a great game i gotta say this about Todd mcclellan though i don't assume you saw any of the highlights of the game deuce but patches backhanded one in from the blue line and it took a funny hop on jonathan quick and it, it zigged when it should have zagged, went by him, and Todd McClellan pulled Jonathan Quick. I don't know if you saw the bounce shot or not. I didn't. But I'm like, Todd, Todd, you get in there and try and stop that. That's nearly impossible to do. This isn't an outfielder coming in and misplaying a ball or an infielder. That's a round ball. This is a puck that he thought he had it. He got by him, and, and the, I think they went up 3-1 with that goal, and it was actually would have stood up as the game winner. I thought it was a little – you know what that told me? The pressure in L.A. right now. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that an indication? John, you're done. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure to get back to where that team was. and It's not yeah. happening. No, it's not. And maybe, you know, and we know that John's on, you know, Quick's on the wrong side of it, right? Mm-hmm. He's probably not part of the next phase. They're there. Yeah. Although in Chicago, those old guys are sticking around. But anyways, and then I, oh, my other point was, so that's where Kale Clegg is. Do you get it? When you said that, I'm like, had the exact same feeling. Because we're doing the, the Western League games, and I'm, yeah. we're talking, he played in Moose Jaw, he played in Brandon, and I'm like, Kale, I thought about this on the, uh, on the broadcast, I never looked it up. So when you said that, I felt so satisfied. Now you know where he is. Now, I now know he's in is. L.A. going minus three last night. Kale Clegg, okay. Now it all makes sense. Dominic D is watching on YouTube, and he says, what's up, Rodders and Daza? Is that your nickname, Daza? It is Apparently now, it is I now. Uh, the other thing, the top four goalies, and I had to defer to the NHL PR department for this, for helping me out with my leftovers, but the top four goalies for wins in the National Hockey League are Martin Brother, Patrick Waugh, Roberto Luongo, Marc-Andre Fleury. All four hail from Quebec which is interesting. Very. And Nikolai Ehlers, uh, I feel, is the NHL's unsung hero. He hit 300 points last night, third fastest in Winnipeg Jets history. Kovalchuk was one. Somebody help me out. Who was the other? And I think he went back to Atlanta as well. But anyways, Ehlers just doesn't get the, uh, what he deserves. And maybe that's because he's in Winnipeg, lack of media spotlight, not Toronto. But that's my take on the NHL left over there. Poll question today has to do with the... Um, NHL, should the Vancouver Canucks be forced to play Friday night? A lot of, a lot of heat on this one. A lot of spank on it, dupes. Mm-hmm. What are they saying on Facebook? 82% say no. 
on Facebook. On Twitter, 64% say no, they shouldn't. And it looks like they're getting the Denver Broncos treatment from the National Hockey League. It's, you guys couldn't prevent an outbreak. You've had your two weeks. Broncos didn't even get two weeks. That's right. Uh, but you're playing. Because in the NFL, it's like those guys that are affected, you're out. The whole team had it in Vancouver. So they waited two weeks, and Friday night they're supposed to play the orders. I saw Craig Button on SportsCenter this morning saying that they, the game should be moved back. I just saw a notification from somewhere on my phone saying that they're talking about moving it back. So we'll see. I see the majority of you saying that it should be moved back. I don't have an opinion. I don't have an opinion. I got ahead of myself. That was supposed to be topic two. Number one is the CFL Global Draft is today. I see some current CFL players scorning it, mocking it on Twitter. <clears throat> and they're buddies of mine, whatever. I think mocking the draft for global players for the CFL is a disservice to the CFL and to those global players. Those guys are serious, potentially pro football players. I remember the first Global Draft a couple of years ago, how excited we were for it. Max Zimmerman, right? Renee Brasilla. We're all excited to get him here. And then they got here. And I'm like, whoa. It's not that they weren't good players. They're just incredibly raw. Zimmerman was running around on the field like Bambi. He had no idea where to go. Maybe he's the next Alan Pitts. I don't know. He's nowhere near ready to play in the game. Right. So I'm not saying they're not good players. They're just not ready. But it's uh, four rounds today, 36 picks. The British Columbia Lions have the number one overall pick. Those players... And the teams are deserving of our respect moving into it. I got like 10 points here, Darren. Don't tell me nothing's going on in the pandemic. I know. Point three, the CEBL draft went yesterday. I'm going to need some help with this. Saskatchewan Rattlers, please. The number one overall pick was Nervin's Demosthene, a six foot three guard from Bishops. Nervin's Demosthene. Do you think I'm saying that right? Sounds good. I think it was a half a dozen. You sports players went in the CEBL draft. I don't see any coverage of it anywhere other than here. So let's get on board media with the CEBL. I have a side point here. I saw a tweet that, Re that the Regina Pats are coming out with hockey cards shortly. They're going to be out on the street. Yeah. And uh, hopefully all over southern Saskatchewan. And I think any teams that don't do cards anymore are doing a major disservice, not to the kids, but to themselves. And I don't know about the small town that you grew up, grew up in, but here was the deal for me and my buds, my, which were all my cousins. Saskatchewan Rough Riders had player cards. You had to go in our small town to the RCMP detachment to get those cards. So you would literally, like, go down to the RCMP detachment, walk in, and we're like eight, right? And we're just, Constable Wallace, can we get some football cards, please? And he'd slide them across, and it was Huff Nagel. Lyle Woznazenski, Roger Aldeg, obviously, Billy McBride. And it worked out perfectly because then when they were arresting us as teens, we knew who they were. <laughs> like, talk about corner gas, right? It's a scene from corner gas, but it's true. I'll never forget, knock, knock, knock at my mom and dad's door. Mrs. Peterson, we have Rodney here. We arrested him again for breaking into the arena. And mom's like, did he steal anything? No, we just caught him skating again. Your mom's like, what's the problem? Oh, nothing. Take him. The next time he breaks into the rink, we're going to charge him. Next day, I'm breaking into the crowbar, <laughs> skating with my cousins. Yeah. That's the biggest trouble that we got in. But anyways, we got to meet the police that would later go on to arrest us from getting cards 
from them when we were children. That was a strategic it's a circle of life. Strategic move from the cops. They weren't giving you football <laughs> cards. They were scouting, right? It was like, yeah. oh, that oh, Peterson kid, he was very polite. We don't got to worry about him later. <laughs> uh, Jim, he was rude. We got to keep our eye out for him. They were making a hit list. <laughs> very <laughs> sharp. So from Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, he says, kids go nuts for cards. You've got to do it. I agree. And I guess they've had cards over the years, just not widely distributed per se. Not like they were when we were kids. And uh, there's Puck and Pigskin podcast and Red Deer writes in. He says, Regina City Police had them too. They had the Pats cards. I know that for a fact. Um, from all our viewers, from Shooters Shoot Basketball podcast. They're watching on uh, YouTube. He says, Rod, how you feeling about Red Wings over Blackhawks tonight? Not a chance, bro. Red Wings turning out the lights on the season. How do you feel about the Red Wings over the Blackhawks tonight? That's not happening. I don't. It's not so. happening. Uh, Dub Hub. So I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but the blade, the Saskatoon Blades, shut out Swift Current three nothing. And in the main event last night, the Battle of Manitoba, the Brandon Wheat Kings beat the Winnipeg Ice five three. So the Ice had the better gear. But last night, Brandon had the better team. And today in the Dub Hub, it's Regina Saskatoon at 4 p.m. He and I will have the call, followed by the Moose Jaw Warriors against the Prince Albert Raiders. Uh, point five of the Quick Six Show topics, the Blue Jays won 5-4 over the New York Yankees. Did you just, how about that? Won the series. How about, Bo- that? How about that? They won the I, How come nobody answered this? You think I don't follow baseball. It took until the seventh series last year for the Blue Jays to win a series. They've beaten the Yankees in two series already this year. They've been going for two weeks. Right. Break up the Blue Jays. As Tom Cheek would say, and the Blue Jays won it. And Bo Bichette ties Joe DiMaggio for the fastest to, what is it, how many uh, extra base hits? 187 extra base hits? Tied a record? It's a lot. It's a lot, Clark. Uh, and the Blue Jays were at Kansas City tonight. No George Springer. And then to settle on down on what everybody wants to talk about, point six, David William Naylor was on Ottawa Radio guaranteeing there would be a delay to the start of the CFL season. And uh, I, I, this is a, similar to, like, like, I got up this morning and I saw the headline. Naylor says... Expect a delay to – basically, Naylor guarantees delay to CFL season on Ottawa Radio. Do You saw the headline, obviously. You're nodding your head. I'm yeah. like, this is news. But the whole world isn't following it as closely as we are, Darren. So I guess it would be news to a lot of people. It's like Sam Cosentino coming on with us yesterday when we said, like, the Memorial Cup being canceled. I need a notification from every freaking sports app in the world that the Memorial Cup's canceled. Why would you think there would be a Memorial Cup? Why would you think the CFL season is going to stop on time? I just got my shot yesterday, and the nurse was like, yeah, probably four months at the latest. You come back and get your next one. Hopefully earlier, but you know, we're telling people four months. And the only way the CFL is playing is if there's fans in the stands? Are you kidding me? This is news? Nothing against David Naylor, but is he dropping that for the, all the people that literally have been living under a rock? I know. What do you think about the news? We've been saying that for a while, that the season can't start on time. We've been pretty consistent in saying, look, we've been told they need six to eight weeks to be ready from an announcement of training camp starting. 
and they're not ready. So it's it's almost impossible to start the season on time. So it's not really news as it is just another really credible person confirming it and saying I, he doesn't think it is. So it's now closer to impossible to start the season on time, right? Um, but it's not news. You have to, if you open your eyes, you know that they can't start this on time. Can't pull it off. That's not... Doesn't mean that the season's canceled. It's not fake news. It's just obvious news. That's a new thing, obviously. The uh, warm-up is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Order a fabulous Four Seasons pizza and your favorite beverage for takeout and delivery. One-stop shopping, call or order online. And uh, that's from the Greek freak down at the Four Seasons, Georgie Nitsos. Listen, let your fingers do the shopping and uh, the cooking tonight. Call the Four Seasons, order your pizza, and then watch us call the Pats and the Saskatoon Blades at 4 o'clock today. Um, To some of our viewers here, John in Kansas City writes in and says, I'm going to the Blue Jays and Royals tonight. Glad to be at a live sporting event again. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a good guy, so I won't think that he's bragging. But I was just watching the Blue Jays highlights this morning, and I'm seeing the people under the umbrellas and the outfield yeah. in Dunedin, and I'm like, you don't get too comfortable there, Blue Jays. You're coming home. I'm getting tired of watching Raptors and Blue Jays games from Florida. Don't get too comfy down there. It's really weird. You're seeing the, you're seeing the Florida backdrop. With WestJet ads. I know. (laughs) You know what I mean? Safeway or whatever the hell's on the outfield wall. It just, it's, I'm tired of being mind screwed. I know. Come home. Munzee next. It's going to be great. This has been the warm up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24 hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. This podcast is brought to you by Danette May and Mindful Health LLC, featuring Danette May's top superfood product from her Earth Echo Foods line, Cacao Bliss. Nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you're doing something good for your body. We start with 100% organic cacao beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, maintaining its miraculous health benefits. Then we blend it with turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon and black pepper for the perfect blend to make you feel the best you ever have. The result? Fall in love with a truly decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate, removing your cravings, facilitating weight loss, boosting your energy, and reducing your inflammation with one simple drink. Not only that, it's friendly to paleo, gluten-free, keto, vegan, and vegetarian diets. For the last eight years, we have been a leader in the superfoods market and are proud to have served millions of customers worldwide. We're offering up to 15% off when you use code MINUTE at earthechofoods.com slash Minute Media. Follow us on Twitter at May and at Earth Echo Foods. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. 
It certainly is. And we got a sports update coming up, maybe at the end of this segment. We'll see. I just want to tell you the Prairie Mobile text line is open, 306-840-8777. That is 840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Mobility dealer. I dropped the news that the CFL Global Draft is today, and Jeff Stamps, Jeff the Stamps fan, wrote in from Calgary, and he says, what time is the Global Draft? Is there any live coverage? Well, if you're asking me, I am not the public relations arm of the Canadian Football League nor the official rights holder. But it, so I don't, I'm not even going to answer those questions, but I see the other viewers have come to your rescue, it would seem. Kent Ridley in Nashville, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, talking about that. First pick comes down at 11 a.m. Mountain. That's what I know. But it's like, that's up for the CFL and TSN to inform their people. Let's go out to Winnipeg now. Our good friend Brian Munn's joining us, newly of Golf Manitoba, but still with TSN on a, uh, on a freelance basis. How you doing, Munzee? I'm great, Roddy. How are you guys? Dukes, Real good. good to talk again. Yes, it always is good to talk. I don't know if you saw earlier. I said the number one question I have for you, and I don't mean to put you on the spot. I want to, This is what I want to come away with Uh-oh. from the discussion with today. Have you ever added up your NHL, AHL, and WHL? Shoot, let's throw in SJHL broadcasts. Have you ever number of all? games? Yeah. No, no. Um, well, you and I go back to the early nineties, right? So when you were in high school, you were to start looking at, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was coming to hang out with you when you were the voice of the Raiders and Prince Albert for crying out loud. So, um, no, you know what? I haven't, but it's obviously in the thousands when you take a look at it, uh, it's been fun. You know, it's been a great ride and this is a new venture for me that uh, I'm really excited about, you know, my passion for golf and, still being around the hockey world. So it's uh, it's a great fit right now. And I've been around uh, the group here at Golf Manitoba for four or five days and have had a lot of fun so far in the office and found the trophies in the back here for uh, your show here today. So it's all good. Well, yeah, Munzee is the new director of communications for Golf Manitoba. And uh, I, I texted you immediately as soon as I got that news because I'm like, Munzee, you are going to love, love, love this. And I hope it looks like you are. I love golf too. I'm just crappy at it. Munzee, what's you like? You're, you're pretty good from what I understand. <laughs> well, I think like every amateur golfer, some days are good. Some days are bad, but I will say that I got my index down to a four last year, but uh, I would imagine I'm probably more realistically uh, around the eight, nine category. It It's all the equipment, right? And you think of the fact and. Our good friend Mike Langan in Saskatchewan has uh, hooked me up with another set of the new tailor-made sim clubs for the Humboldt Broncos Memorial Golf Tournament again coming up. So uh, they help me a lot in the summertime. There's no question about that. You know, we just got to get rid of the snow now. Oh, yeah, I know. But as you know, yeah, see, you're a city kid. You don't get how how the farmers are excited. Your dad would get it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But I anyway, know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and listen. I want to talk Jets, but I know how big for sure. But but I know how big golf is, man. Like the golf questions are coming in crazy, and that should that should not surprise anybody, eh, dupes? No, not at all. Okay, a uh, one quick golf question, Munzee, and then to the Jets. Okay, what's your favorite course in Manitoba? Your favorite course in Saskatchewan, and then I know you take your sticks on the road with the Jets, or you have. What's your favorite course that yep. you've played on the continent? Those three, name them. Well, for me in Manitoba right now, Falcon Lake's hard to match. 
Like, I, I love going out there. But the great thing about this job, and there's 60-plus golf courses that are under the Golf Manitoba umbrella right now, and that number is continuing to grow by the day. So I've had a chance already to talk to a few of those clubs in the last week since coming on board here with them of places, in all honesty, that I didn't know existed. So I'm excited about the opportunity to get out and see some of these new places. For me back home, every summer we went to Waskasu. So the Lobstick Golf Club was the place that me and my mom and dad would spend a lot of time at in the summertime. And when I come back to see a lot of friends, obviously, from my time in northern Saskatchewan, if I get to one place, that's where I want it to be. And then you're right, uh, over the last 10 years with the Jets and even the five years prior to that, calling Moose Games in the American Hockey League, traveling around North America, I've had a chance to play some of the great golf courses in Canada and the U.S. Uh, Beth Page Black was pretty special just because you see it on television so many times. And it's tough. There's no question about that. Um, and then so many others. But those are probably the three that really come to mind for me when you break it down. But we could, in all honesty, probably do a show for hours just on uh, the great golf that we have in both Canada and the U.S. that uh, we all love to play when the weather's right. That's why I knew that this would be a perfect fit for you. You knew that it would be a perfect fit for you. On the weekend, I was saying to my wife, have you ever played Waska Sue? And she's like, are you kidding? Like, She comes from a golf family, by the way. And she's like, yeah, I golfed it every right. summer. Yeah, I knew with, that. Yeah, with my family. Oh, I could talk to you about this. I'll just say one last thing. Max Paddock, have you seen his mask with the Prince Albert Raiders, by the way? Have you seen it? I have. I've uh, I've watched a number of the Western League games out of the Dome there, and uh, it's been great to watch. And, and obviously, you know, you and I have so many close friend connections, let alone uh, just watching from a hockey standpoint that uh, have gone through the bubble and kudos to those guys kudos to the western league for making it happen and the sacrifice that uh, the players and the coaches and the equipment staff and everybody that has made this thing happen uh to go through i know they're on the back half now the lights kind of uh getting a little bit brighter for them that is coming to conclusion but it's been great and i was talking to an nhl scout yesterday actually when i was uh, driving around the city of winnipeg here that called in and they've been really really happy that they've had a chance to watch a number of these young players for the upcoming draft. So it's been a home run, and uh, hopefully it's able to continue and they finish it off here uh, with the way it's gone here at the three-quarter mark. Or somebody said it's the safest place on the prairies is the Dub Hub uh, in Regina, and I would think it is. But just on that Max Paddock thing, his mask is of northern Saskatchewan. It just reminded me of floating on a boat in uh, Emma Lake. That's what it looked like. I'm like, my God, oh, whoever did that, what absolutely. a great job. Yeah, so Munsey to the Jets. They won in Ottawa last mm -hmm. night, and I got to get your take on the addition of Jordy Ben. Uh, the just, how are they looking going into the playoffs in your mind? Was it enough tinkering to make them a Stanley Cup contender? Well, I think they are, just based on the fact that they have one of the best goaltenders in the National Hockey League in Connor Hellebuck. Uh, you know, people in Tampa will argue that Vasilevsky is just as good and, and maybe better because he's got a Stanley Cup under his belt, but from watching him since he's come into the National Hockey League, it's uh, hard to go against a guy like Hellebuck. So when you've got a guy in net that is able to do that for you on a nightly basis and play as much as he has, uh, that's a home run for the team right now. And Lauren Brossois, like we saw last night in the nation's capital, came in and played a good game. So when they get to give Hellebuck a break down the stretch here, they're able to do that. I like the addition of Jordy just based on the fact here that he's been around the league for a decade. Right? He's got a lot of playoff experience under his belt with the teams that he's been with before, obviously the Ben family and 
We all know uh, his brother Jamie, of course, and the Kelowna Rockets tie to everybody in the Western Hockey League. But Jordy's one of those guys that understands his role. And I think that's the biggest thing that the Jets were looking for. Would it have been great to add a Matias Eckholm or a Josh Manson? Well, absolutely it would. But they weren't able to make it happen because, as we all know, you have to give something to get something, right? And they weren't ready to mortgage the future with a number of young, really solid players that are going to be big stars for this club uh, down the road right now and get rid of those guys. So, uh, you know, Jordy's going to be a really good depth player. They've got enough experience on the back end, I think, that's been able to grow over the last few years, led by, well, you talk about a guy from uh, Saskatchewan with his roots and a former Raider led by Josh Morrissey on the back end. And really, when you look at up front right now, there are four lines. When Kevin Chevaldeoff, the pride and joy of Blaine Lake, was able to add players like Nate Thompson and Trevor Lewis uh, to round out their fourth line coming into the year, and then when they made the Dubois line A trade, uh, I think it's hard to argue right now that they've got a better set of 12 forwards than, or really when you break it down, uh, another team that could say they have a better group. So uh, I think this club can make a long run, but I give Kyle Dubas a lot of credit with Toronto as well. Uh, bringing Nick Polino in was a pretty good move for them. Well, Munzee, <clears throat> I want to talk about the ice too, so just hang on. Not, I'm not going to get specific sure. with you, just about the franchise. But first, you were there calling the play-in round loss to the Flames last year. And Connor Hellebuck, I'm sorry, I felt was out goaltended by Cam Talbot. Brian Little got hurt. He hasn't come back. You don't have line A now. Believe me, I'm, tr- I'm pulling for the Jets. But because there's something that they took out of that series that, could, that they'll learn from this time around, do you think? Well, don't forget they didn't have Mark Shifley uh, in that playoff series, too. So when you lose your number one setter, it kind of, as soon as Line A and Shifley went down, everything just kind of seemed to go in the toilet. And uh, and it was quick. And give Calgary credit. Boy, they they were playing some outstanding hockey. Jeff Ward had everything going for them at that point. And then you look at this year, and you, know, you and I talked about it coming into the season. I think we all expected the Calgary Flames to be a lot better than where they sit right now. And you know, it's just been a disaster for Brad Treliving, and he's had to make another coaching change this year. So I think all the experience Winnipeg has going back to the Final Four a few years ago when they made it to the conference final against the Vegas Golden Knights has been something that they've been able to build upon, and now they'll try and use that with those players that we talked about earlier on. And last one on tonight. Producer Clark points out Jets leaves tonight with Austin Matthews out for the game. Should be interesting. Is there a buzz that this might be a playoff preview in, uh, in the 204 Munsey? What What's the anticipation of the game? Well, based on the win last night, it got Winnipeg back within five points of Toronto. And based on the fact there's still three games remaining after tonight, you do the math. If the Jets are able to take advantage of Toronto in this series they're playing themselves, then they control their own destiny. But I don't really know if finishing first in this Scotia North division right now is the be-all and end-all. It'd be great to hang a banner inside Bell MTS Place for sure and have the big bragging rights, which I think everybody likes to have uh, especially with this one year as to how this whole thing is playing out. But all in all, I'm just excited to see how the regular season finishes off now that the deadline's done, the players are set, rosters are ready to go. Let's get going. I promised I would talk about the ice, and I mean, they gave me a gift bag of gear. I absolutely love it. I love their gear. I loved it back to the Edmonton ice days, man, 24 years ago. Yes. 
And James Patrick, because it really hasn't changed, but James Patrick said to me, hey, he's like, you know the quality of hockey here. We just need to get the word out in Winnipeg and pack the Wayne Fleming Arena, right. and I know they haven't broken ground on the new one. Do you think that major junior hockey in Winnipeg become, could become a real thing where they're selling out in a, in a new arena? Because it's a crowded hockey marketplace, as Jeep pointed out. Well, it is, and that was kind of the question when they came out of Cranbrook is how it would fit. But when you take a look at the landscape here, to answer your question in short term, absolutely. Now, they are a little bit behind the eight ball because playing on campus right now, there's no other stuff going on inside the arena. There's no other entertainment value where you're literally just going to watch the game and then you leave. But uh, when they're able to get the new facility here, I know that uh, Greg Bettis and Matt Cockle have done a tremendous job in behind the scenes, just trying to get things in motion for uh, the new arena here at some point. And we're all kind of waiting to hear exactly when that may happen. But you know as well as me, on the prairies, we've all grown up around junior hockey. And the neat thing now, like you look at Peyton Krebs, right? Like he had a chance to get a little bit of taste with the Vegas Golden Knights. And he's a household name here in the city of Winnipeg. So as the ice are able to grow young players and kind of have them their own and then watch that first Winnipeg ice player make it to the NHL, whether it's as a Jet or come back and play here against Winnipeg, I think that's when you really get excited about the franchise. But uh, there's no doubt. Like, I've gone to a number of games when the schedule's uh, permitted, and I grew up with the league. You know that, and uh, I'm a big fan of it. So I think it's I think it's going to continue to grow. But uh, they do have their work cut out for them, just based on the fact that you've got the NHL, the American League, you've got the university teams, uh, you've got the MJ, and then you've obviously got AAA and minor hockey. So there's uh, there's a lot of entertainment dollars right now that are being stretched for sure. That's why I joke with my Winnipeg friends. Look, you're the f- you're the hockey capital in Winnipeg. We're the football capital. We'll take that. You're the hockey. And they seem to be okay with that. And um, you mentioned Pey- why you don't like that. Listen, let's move on. Peyton Krebs is. <laughs> we're seeing him for another. I'm just 10 wondering day. who the defending cup champions are. I'm just uh, stop. Yeah. Then the, and then the I world ended. I Munzi. can't think- believe I'm doing that right now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you won't be allowed back over the border. Anyways. Krebs, Krebs is leaving within, yeah, that's right, that's true, within 10 days or so, and, but then you got more coming up with Connor Geeky and a lot of great young guys. Um, Wayne Jones, right. viewer, in, he's watching on YouTube, he just says, ask Munz about the future of the ice since they're not planning for a new barn in the city. Are they relocating? They're not going anywhere. They're in Winnipeg to stay. We'll see how this all plays out. Yeah. And I think that's probably all I had for you, my friend. Anything else on your mind? All right. Uh, no. You know what? I'm <laughs> just having a blast right now. Just kind of getting into the new role here and looking forward to getting out and playing a little golf. And then, you know, as we joke back and forth about the Blue Bomber Rough Rider rivalry right now, see what's happening with the Canadian Football League. And, you know, when it's safe to do so, obviously, that's the most important thing right now for everybody. Whatever we're all doing is is staying safe through COVID right now, but trying to get back to a little bit of a a normal lifestyle when uh, when summer comes here and get back and see a lot of people, obviously, that I miss back in my home province. Well, we're getting there. Munzi, thanks for the time. Congrats again. Yeah. Keep in touch, brother. Absolutely, Roddy. Take care. Brian Biggie Munz. The only guy that calls on that is John Lynch, but I like it. <laughs> From Golf Manitoba, long-time NHL, AHL, WHL broadcaster. Sports update coming up. 
You're watching the RP Show on this Thursday. It's Canada's daytime sports talk show. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Uh, and Moose Dupont's here too. I'm going to get to the Prairie Mobile text line and the uh, sports update in a moment just from our viewers. Ian watching in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan says, have you guys heard any rumblings about how the WHL draft is going to be a go? Do they push the draft age back a year? You know what? I haven't, but I'll ask. Can you hang on 24 hours? Unless you've heard something, Darren, or unless any of the scouts want to text me now. Haven't even thought about it, but you know the kids want to know. That's right. So I'll find out as soon as possible. CDX Time on YouTube says, the one thing I noticed about Regina's new arena proposal is that it's supposed to have the setup for an NHL camera set. Thought that was interesting. Wonder if the plan is for preseason games only or more. No. (laughs) You don't know the owner of the Regina Pats. Sean Semple and Brandt Group of Companies. Big picture. NHL facility. And I won't say anymore. Pro franchises. Just put, yeah. Yeah. Look around. Start to connect some dots. <laughs> no, it's not about hosting preseason games, man. No. Um, I'd like to tell more stories, but I can't. I don't think I should right now. Sports update. Bishop's product, Nervin's Demosthene. Nervin's Demosthene was the number one overall pick in the CEBL draft on Wednesday. The 6'3 guard from Bishops went to the Saskatchewan Rattlers. There were six Canada West players selected. Sixth overall, BU, Brandon Hughes, Anthony Sagakali. Ninth overall, Alberta's Adam Page. Fourteenth overall, Saskatchewan Huskies' Alexander Dewar. Fifteenth overall, Tyrese Potoma from the Huskies. Twentieth overall, UBC's Grant Audu and Lethbridge's Colton Gibb went 21st overall in the three-round 21-player draft. Again, the Rattlers had number one. What's so amazing about that now is that these basketball players in Canada West or in U-sports, they've got something to play for. So those programs are going to benefit too. Awesome. Uh, OG Ananobi scored 22 points. Spicy P had 20 points and 11 rebounds. And the shorthanded Raptors beat the San Antonio Spurs 117-112 in Tampa. Philip Gustafson stopped 30 shots as the Belleville Senators doubled up the Stockton Heat 4-2 Wednesday in the A. Lassie Thompson, Igor Sokolov, Mark Kostelik, and Parker Kelly scored to help the Senators halt a three-game slide. Matthew Phillips and Zach Leslie replied for the Heat. Garrett Sparks stopped 28 shots for Stockton. Carlos Rodon threw the major second no-hitter of the season, losing his bid for a perfect game on a... Hit batter in the ninth inning, and the White Sox cruised to an 8-0 victory over Cleveland Wednesday night. Blue Jays closer Julian Merrillweather has been placed on the 10-day injured list with a strained left oblique. You never even heard of that muscle for 100 years, and now everybody's got it. I know. 
The right-hander felt discomfort in the left side of his abdomen on his final warm-up pitch in the eighth inning of Tuesday's 7-3 victory over the Yankees. This sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. I like this. It's got everybody going nuts about the new facility. Let me just say something about the sweatpants capital. I say that to be humble about it. we got a lot of things going on. It's my thinking of uh, Tiger Williams telling me years ago. When I really got to know Tiger Williams, the NHL's career penalty minute leader, I'm like, you're a really smart guy. Why do you act so stupid? And he's like, no, 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 that's my, that's my trick. He goes, everybody's out there trying to pretend they're smarter than they are, but they're dumb. He goes, I'm very smart, but I act dumb. It just, it disarms people. So with us, I got a text yesterday from a big name Winnipeg broadcaster who's like, you got your shot? You got your vaccination? We're so far behind. I'd like to say who it was, but I I don't think he would want to be outed in that regard. We're leading the country in vaccination role, leading the country. And the problem with us, a lot of, with a lot of the people that live here, they think the whole country's like that. They don't really look outside their tunnel. That's why I take great pains to keep abreast of what's going on all around the continent. So we got, we're ahead. We're going to have everybody vaccinated by the end of May of all ages, they're saying. The rest of the country can't brag that. Where we're getting the shot is in the shadow of the nicest stadium in the country and one of the greatest outdoor stadiums on the continent. And now we're talking about building an NHL uh, caliber arena, which will do, Mm -hmm. and a pro baseball park. Not in the middle of downtown, but on the edge of downtown. So while everybody's running around pointing fingers and sniping in the big major markets, we'll just keep doing what we're doing here. Right? Working out pretty well. It's the Tiger Williams. We're just a bunch of podunk hillbillies. Not to be listened to. We wear sweatpants around here. We just happen to have a lot of money in the bank. Be very cautious of the guy in the room not saying anything. (laughs) Right? Isn't that the... Yeah. That's the line. Like... Exactly. I don't want to go any further than than that on this. Whether there should be... uh, whether there should be an NHL team in this province or not, I, I just enjoy what we have, and it's a lot. Troy Reich, watching on Facebook, says, From December 21st, the Western Hockey League announced the 2021 WHL draft, previously referred to as the WHL Bantam draft, has been rescheduled and will be conducted in December 2021. Right? I forgot. We remember that, right? Yeah. The WHL draft was originally scheduled to take place in May 2021. So there you go. Next December. I just forgot about it. Uh, I know we got a break here. From Jordan Ewart on YouTube. Did you see his? I'll wear my sweatpants to an NHL game. Well, hell yeah. But I'll tell you this. How about that? I've seen a lot of people at Jets games in sweats and Oilers games, so just stop it. It's not just us. But if you go to a Rush game, you know what that's like. It's like a Miami Heat game. Oh, I yeah. swear to God, which I've been to. Saskatchewan Rush. I don't drink anymore, and thank God for that. I would have torn that place down because by halftime, everybody is pissed 
crooked. People are dressed to go to the club. I was going to say, you don't wear sweatpants to the Rush game. <laughs> no, no, you. no. You, they, you wouldn't get in, let alone thrown out. It's the whole thing. You put your best on for the Rush game. You dress up like you're going clubbing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I, I remember the first time I was driving down Ocean Drive in South Beach, Florida. I'm like, I, I, I started to shake. I, I'm like, I would have died here if I was still. I would have died here. It's Vegas on steroids with palm trees and an ocean. That's a rush game. It's I, a party. I'm just waiting for them to the lights at the, in the concourse to be, you know, flashing. <laughs> That'll be coming. The club music. Oh, yeah. From Stacy Champagne. He goes, I spent a week at a rush game one night. I don't Weren't you with me, Stacy? Weren't you on that trip? I'm not even drinking, and I can't remember. That's how wild the time was. So that's and that's the thing. With, unfortunately, with the CFL, and it was to a certain extent the WHL, the older folks like turn down the music. NLL don't care, man. <sighs> Crank it up to ten. If you don't like it, there's the door. Yeah. And by the way, two for one beer till halftime. <laughs> it gets oh, wild. Yeah. That's what the CFL, WHL, and certain teams need to do. And they're afraid to do it because they don't want to tick off their longtime season ticket holders. It's a, it's a pinch. It's a conundrum. Yeah. We'll be right back. Uh, on the way, Matthew Barnaby. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. your opinions now we won't victimize you unless you really deserve it now back to your host rod peterson and uh, moose dupont and i'll tell you that i didn't i wanted to stay away from the new arena talk frankly here in the sweatpants capital because i thought it was too hyper local but now you see we got comments coming in from all across the country on it and i'm hoping to see Colin in Ottawa, for instance, says, LOL, Saskatchewan's never getting an NHL team. Maybe you guys are doing some hard ganja sessions out there, but the Brandt guys got to know that Gary is never putting a franchise in the rectangle. Oh, you, number one, I didn't say we were getting an NHL team. I never said that. No. Like you guys, like you watch every day, but you don't listen. It's weird. Number two, what the hell do you know sitting out there in Ottawa, Bob, but we're doing out here. I see Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, is there a plan to land an NHL team? Are they building an NHL caliber arena? I'll tell you a little bit of a story. I don't think this is a big deal. That I think I can say this. Oh, man, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Going down. One... A WHL head scout has just texted me. The WHL draft has been moved back to December. Then there will be another draft in May 2022. Thank you. Everybody's watching. You know that, right? Yep. Here's, here's one. Sean Semple initially was interested in pot- potentially landing an expansion team in the NLL. And the talk, this was probably three, four, five years ago, and the talk was of building an 11,000-seat arena, either on the Everest grounds or probably downtown. So Sean pulled me aside at a Pats game, and he said, hey, you know some guys on that NLL expansion committee, right? I think you know this story. I said, yeah. He goes, just float the idea of, of Regina, what they would think about an NLL, us as a city for the NLL. So I did. 
And those guys on that committee with the NLL said, no, 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 no. It needs to be minimum 14,000-seat facility. And I'm like, well, that's not a big deal. Brandt will just wave a wand and go from 11,000 to 15, 16,000. What the hell? It's build it a little higher. Correct? That's right. So whoever said anything about landing an NHL team, guys, I'm just saying these are the talks. These are things that go on. And I have a lot of the big money guys that can't necessarily get to the league guys or the political guys, but I can because I go back and forth in my role all the time. I'm carrying messages back and forth all the time. Rod is the underground. I'm the mule (laughs) of high-level information. Uh, Dunk, Three Dunk Nation is reporting, according to our friend Jason and Red Deer. Ontario Sport Minister Lisa McLeod not in a position to sign off on a CFL return to play. How much time did you say, Clark? 30 seconds. We're going to carry that over. And hey, coincidentally, the CFL Global Draft begins in three minutes. Will they have a season to play in? That is the question. I feel like we got a big hour two coming up, Moose. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, fact checker, Bo Bichette has tied Joe DiMaggio for the most multi-extra base hit games, 14 of them, through his first 87 MLB games. Bo Bichette, Joe DiMaggio. How, how about that? How about that? Uh, Matthew Barnaby, next hour two. Stick around after this break. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.